You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Thomas, we miss you already. Thomas, the house is burning down. The pizza's burnt. Everything's on fire. Nah, I think we're okay. How you doing, guys? Um, I'm the substitute teacher host today because Thomas had to go off and have an anniversary. Fuck that guy, right? Selfish. It's just selfish. What a piece of shit. Happy, Happy anniversary to him and Grace. Two beautiful fucking legends. We love you both. We hope you're having a grand time. And we hope that you edit this podcast drunk out of your fucking skull. That I want that for you. Is probably going to go super well for the two guys who will be heard on the podcast. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't make a lot of cuts. This actually kind of brings me back because this is how I came onto the pod. Yeah, exactly. It was a it was a guest host spot. It was for the draft. It was for the draft where we wanted Aturati. Hi, Tia. Yeah. And <laughs> Tia. <laughs> Tia. We're gonna probably need your help a lot in this episode, but it's okay. It's all right. It's head empty. Only vibes. Before we get really started, shout out to all of you legends who bombarded our mentions saying that we need to keep the good mojo going. 2-0 when we do preview podcasts before a game. Game four and game six. We won both of them. So now, to keep the good juju going, we decided to record game seven. And it was strictly because of your request. So we love you. We kind of hate you a little bit because... We're just really hoping that it doesn't run out, but we're here now. Yeah, I'd be six inches deep into a handle of crown by now, and you guys are, well, what if you recorded instead? I guess I could have done both. I guess I could have, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel incredible, obviously. Game six, man. I just, I think people are forgetting, and I know we have high expectations for this team. I know we do. Also, yes, I I feel like I, I rolled past the... The, the shout out to everybody who requested this. That is really cool. If you guys that you requested another episode, I love that. Like but, it wasn't just one or two people. It was like dozens. Yeah. It was a bunch of people. Hmm. Um, I don't know what to do with all this attention. I don't know what to do with my hands. I feel great after game six because we are the underdogs in this series, man. I feel like people like, I don't want to accept a loss anyway. Right. As a fan, you're like, no, it's copper bust and all this. But I think a lot of people are glossing over the fact that the Canes were the better team throughout the year. Still are. They're still like heavily favored. We're definitely heavily favored going in, and they're favored in the last game. We're the underdogs, and we forced it to a a game seven. And in hockey, you just never know when it's one game. When it's a one game playoff, exactly. Can do the Bruins have to? I guess 
put games one, two, and five out of their mind. Is no. it or, or no? Well, let me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's say, do they have to put it out of their mind, or do they have to remember what they? Well, do they have to remember take lessons out of those games? There's definitely lessons to be learned, but looking at the series as a whole is kind of what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to look at what made you successful at home versus what made you, you know, unsuccessful away. A lot of this is going to come down to the coaching staff. And it seems like the lines they're going to run are very similar to game six from the the, the talk around town. Mm-hmm. It's matchups. It's oh, can Bergeron, can the Bergeron line finally get something going against the stall line for a full 60 minutes? Can the bottom six exploit one of their matchups? Can Swayman steal one? I don't know, but it really does come down to matchups because second change has mattered more than anything else in this series. Even with the favorable refing that the home teams have gotten, which game six was probably the first time that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was a pretty well officiated game, actually. I think I thought it, I thought it was too. I was I was saying I said on Twitter like prior to the halfway through the second period, like right after Marshawn's goal, I was like, hey, you know what? The the refing's been pretty fine all 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 told, and then four straight penalties on the Bruins, and there and I had people going, what do you think of it now? And I'm like, yeah, no, still, yeah, they were yeah. all they were those all calls. Were, all those those calls. are four you have to call calls too. Yeah, they weren't right. even like sort of. Oh uh, well, no, those are all absolutely penalties. And and the only one I really got mad at was Eric Hollis. And I wasn't mad at Eric. I wasn't mad at the call. I was mad at the player. But <laughs> I was what? watching the replay of him trying to decapitate Kotkin Yemi. What the fuck was that? <laughs> the fuck and was I that? wondered, I wondered if as Stay he's on swinging violence. Stick, <laughs> I wondered if as he's swinging that stick, the uh, the Star Wars theme is playing in his head. And bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, bum. like he's got the lightsaber. And, and I don't know. <laughs> the theme is playing in his head more than the sound effects are playing in his head like when you're a kid playing in the front (laughs) yeah no that um that was atrocious that was and he watches the puck go over his head and i just don't understand a scenario where a a player ever does this and just full swings yeah that had to hurt too yeah that was not a soft swing he fucking nailed him yeah and it, it was it was very egregious like I was mad at that. Freddie's penalty was very Freddie. Like I offensive I zone. I can't even bring myself to get mad at his penalties anymore. Really? Oh, it's really easy for me. I just no. I, it's just it's like it's like a wasted emotion at this point. And you know, I thought he was. I, I thought he was quiet. Probably the worst forward on the ice last night. Do you want to know who the best? Who one of the best forwards on the ice was was last night? Don't say it. I'm going to say it. Don't say it. I'm going to say it. Don't. I'm going to say it wrong, too. God damn it. It's going to be But Don't don't say Foligno. <laughs> Foligno. <laughs> he, I would. Okay, okay. That was, a, that was a complete over-exaggeration. He wasn't one of the best forwards on the ice last night. But. He actually, you might actually be able to put him in that category as far as expectation versus rea- play. Yeah, expectation versus reality. Yeah. 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 He yeah. was massive. In um in the four court goal, scoreboard, scoreboard. I shit all over this guy so much over the past forty eight hours, or the forty eight hours before the game, 
And then he has his best game of the series, mm-hmm. which you love to see. Obviously, I'm he's rooting had two for the guy's them. success. He's had two of them. He was excellent in game four as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, excellent. Uh, he was okay. I, I'm no, just gonna, well, I'm, no, no. We're grading on a curve, remember? Expectations right, versus reality. He is still in game seven. Yeah. I still don't feel good about it. Freddie, actually, let's do this because, I mean, we're, we're bouncing around from subjects here. We love game six. I don't know how much we can really take from game six as far as a breakdown of it. But game seven, do you have Trent Frederick in? Um logically no <laughs> but but vibes wise yes because i think if you're cassidy it's not gonna send a really good message to fuck with the lines when they worked so well in game six i think you have to keep that mojo going but if if this if this was NHL 22 <laughs> and real life hardly ever is, I'd have put bleed in. But I would, too. I thought game six and I was the one who said put him in for game six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought he was a passenger throughout the night. He was. It's a bad penalty. And I would not be afraid of saying, Freddie, you just don't have it in this series man it's It's not processing it's It's not not processing and it's not even it's i'm I'm not even talking about speed i'm not talking about like any sort of on ice tangible physical gift that he may or may not have it's just the feet and the hands they're just there there's a delay there's the canes are too look kind of like with matt with matt grizzlick the canes i was just about to bring that up yeah canes are canes are too much canes are too much for him it's a bad and, matchup and bad matchups happen. Yeah. And I think the Grizzly situation, which you do not put Grizz back in game seven. Absolutely not. not. I, I, I am, I am the biggest Grizz fan you will ever see. I mm, nope. bad matchup, but the Frederick conversation is so much easier to have because when you sit him down, you just go, man, look at Grizzly. This yeah. guy's a top four defenseman, but the matchup's so bad that we're keeping him out. Yeah. Like that's you, bud. That's yeah. not really him, but that's you, bud. It's just yeah, the matchup's exactly. bad. It's not yeah, working. Right. It's not like if we got through game seven, you see Trent Frederick next series, 100% you do. But sure. You, especially, I, especially if we get the Rangers. Yeah. And the I, which doesn't seem super likely, but the Crosby injury definitely, you know. The Crosby injury, the Crosby injury definitely levels the playing field by a lot. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about that a little later. But I take Frederick out. I put bleed in. Mm-hmm. I leave Grizz out. Can't believe it. I was the biggest guy that said no Riley in the playoffs uh, before the playoffs started. Well, not no Riley in the playoffs, but Riley is not. Riley's been my top six. Very good. He's been very good. He's handled the body a lot better than Grizz has. He's also, he's been very good also. And and I I don't want to be kind of the wet blanket here, but he's been very good. But the minutes, the minutes have been very sheltered, but his, his deployment has been excellent by Cassidy. When you Uh, have a top pair of Lintom and McAvoy, you get to shelter. The second yeah. pair. Yeah. Uh, Mike Riley had 13 minutes, 18 seconds of time on ice last night. So not a lot of special teams. Nope. Um, None. I don't, I don't think he had it. any. I think it was all five and five. Yeah. There's a lot of penalty kill. Linto and McAvoy are eating up 24, 25 minutes, whatever that ends up being. Uh, the top pair, if you want to go by strictly on time on ice, the top pair was Lindholm. The top pair. They didn't really play together all that much, but the top pair was Lindholm, Carlo. McAvoy was third. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of penalty killing time. Uh, Carlo Lindholm. had seven minutes on the penalty kill. 
Derek really? Fulmer had 649. Yep. That's we only according, ha- that's only according had to like 11 minutes of penalty kill. Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Well, remember, remember in that, um, in that, uh, that huge, that five on three and five on four, they stayed on the ice for the entire time incredible oh yeah. they're so good yeah what a, what a massive kill that was special teams has played a big part in this but yeah so as far as lineups go riley stays in frederick to me is out there are no other changes i make but but you do know and and we we i know this is kind of a recurring bit and it's getting a little old two plus two does not equal four in this case they it might does. be gun shy they might be gun shy about taking them out yeah frederick did not have a good game at all and it's Kind of like with the the Felino bit, we know what two plus two equals, but it's not going to equal four in this case because it's. I think, I think it's the right. I think it's the right decision, vibes wise, but not logically wise. And sometimes vibes overrides logic. So you, I think I agree with you that they probably leave him in. Yeah, I think they uh, definitely leave him in. And by the way, good call by you. Because you said 100% chance he plays in game six and he played in game six. I said 0% chance. I'm a fucking idiot. So you should have had at least a a bailout. You should have said like 1%. Like, yeah, no, no, I I saw nothing. I saw nothing for that. And him putting Frederick in and Cassidy putting Frederick in, I think was a direct correlation of, hey, boys, sequence line. This, we're going to dance with the girl we brought here. Yeah. And, Smith looked better. Smith had a breakaway. Smith still wasn't really producing all that much, but Smith looked a lot better. Coyle had a fantastic game. Yeah, I loved what Coyle did. I love love what Coyle's done in this series. Yeah. Quietly, too. Say that again? Quietly. Yeah, no. Yeah, six points. I was looking at the stats all the time. I was like, how does he have six points in six games? Yeah. I don't understand that. But it's and he's been he's been immense on you said special teams been a huge a huge part of the series. Coyle's been a huge part of both special teams. Yeah. So four of his six points have come on the power play. He's been immense on the penalty kill as well. So kind of worth that. I wouldn't say he's worth the five million, but pretty close. (laughs) We still need if game seven is going to be a victory, we need two goals from the bottom nine. At, at least, mm-hmm. right? If the Bergeron line manages to get one against the stall line, we need at least two from the bottom nine. Uh, and, and we'll see what we get. But I, I'd be really, really surprised if we make it out with a win without some serious, serious offensive time from, from our bottom six. So do you at any point um, reunite the production line? Under what circumstance do you do that? Because obviously from what you're saying, the best way to do what you're saying is to keep, keep, every, keep every line from what it was in game six. And that's Marshawn, Bergeron, DeBrus, Hall, Hall, LaPasta, uh, Frederick Coyle, Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Foligno, um, Noshik Lazar. The only, this is what I didn't like about game five. I don't like when it's the beginning of the second period and he blends it just mm-hmm. totally goes crazy on it. That's going to be, a, the, yep, that's gonna be wait, a big thing. Wait till the third period, unless the game has gotten completely out of hand. It's a timing thing with the game, obviously, but I would wait till the third period. If we're not getting any offense going, you reunite that line. They're comfortable enough with each other that yes, the last 20 minutes matters that much with them. They don't need 
20 minutes before that to get in sync by any means. Mm-hmm. I, I would wait to the third period because I did not, I thought we lost that game. Now, obviously we were already down a couple of goals, but game five just turned into a total mess as soon as he it got out of hand. It got out of hand. Yeah. We so, probably would have lost the game regardless, but it was more glaring because of how egregious it was that it got out of hand the way that it looks panicky. It looked yeah. really panicky. And game seven cannot be that for me. No. Win no, or I, lose. It, if it's like that, I'm going to have some real issues. Yeah, no. And I would like to think that Cassidy's learned from his learned from his mistakes. He's somebody who does a lot, who, who well, will learn and adjust. And it may take him a while to learn because I see that smile on your face. I just, I like <laughs> Cassidy, but man, does he stick with some stuff for a long fucking time. But hey, he stuck with Forbert and it worked. I kind of mm-hmm. wish he listened to me and put him on the third pair to start the year and didn't waste three months of him up with McAvoy. But hey, mm-hmm. we can't all be as as smart as, as this guy. Stop right there. Just stop. Yeah, I should stop. Stop, stop yeah. while I'm ahead. All right. No. Am I stop. ahead? Did stop. I get ahead yet? I was going to say stop before you fall even further behind you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, game seven. Road's been the bugaboo. That's just it. Like... There's not really, there are things you can take from get one, two, and five, but do you have to, you have to have a short memory. You have to just say, you know what, that maybe in, maybe in like this kind of situation that you pretend this is a game in February and you're going into PNC, just try to get yourself in that mindset a little bit, maybe not grip your sticks so tight, maybe to, um, shout out to Luke lightning and Zach Tarenko from the chirp line from earlier this week. Maybe you don't play the first 10 minutes like your hair's on fire and like, you know, try to, you know, establishing that sort of, I guess, you know, relentless pushing where, you know, you deflate, you deflate like a balloon. If they, if they score first, maybe you play, maybe to use one of your terms, I know you hate to see it, but maybe to use one of your terms, maybe you start the game in a little bit of a bomb shelter and then come nope, out fuck you. I hate eventually. It. No. I hate it. I hate that idea. I think it's awful. I think it's awful. How about you just don't get deflated when you get scored against? Which this team really hasn't this this series. Yes, some some games have gotten out of hands and everything, but the response factor in this team has really been high. I thought at least. I don't want them to play like it's a game in February because I'm pretty sure it's either February or January that the Canes beat us seven to one. So maybe that's not a great idea either. <laughs> I'm not really talking about a game against Carol, like a game against Carolina in February. I'm talking about just a regular season game in February. It's a regular game. Yeah. People keep talking about how we're a different team away from home. It's just the matchups. Yeah. That's the only difference. Is they have one of the we better are, road records in the league. When we are home, we get to put our best against their best and we win. When we're away, they get to use their checking line against our best and their best gets to play against our second best mm-hmm. and they win. It's really not that complicated. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of X's and O's that people can break down far better than me, mm-hmm. but it's really a matchup game. Yeah. And, you know, credit to Ron Brendamore, the fucking, never mind. <laughs> credit to Ron Brendamore for exploiting that, for exploiting that to the fullest extent. Yes, and credit to him. Bruce Cassidy for also exploiting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But Brindamore, I hate him. I hate him. I want to say it again. I want to say the words again. But I don't want Thomas to do any less, any more editing than he has to. Yes. Because we love you. Happy anniversary. I hope you have a lukewarm anniversary. You're a <laughs> <laughs> 
write down that write down that minute for the editing anyway. yeah, no no what i'm gonna actually do is i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back after the recording's done and, and then i'm gonna write it down oh there you go yeah uh lindholm was tremendous what did you see from him oh my god this team plays different with hampus lindholm on the ice what a fucking horse he is can you can we break down that two-on-one that he broke up with that with the stick pump fake that he did i have not seen something like that in a hot minute where uh can you remember who it was that came down the ice i think it was jarvis and aho it was jarvis and aho okay Mm -hmm. jarvis and aho are two-on-one but i think they played i think they played this a little I think they played this a little wrong and Lindholm took advantage of it. They collapsed on Lindholm and they were way close. Yeah, they, they stayed were, tight. They were way close to each other. I, I I would have expected, I think Jarvis had the puck. I would have expected Aho to flare out. That probably would have been a better, a better move. But Lindholm is skating back and he's doing this little curling sweep with his stick. Like he's, he's baiting the pass. Mm-hmm. And he just twitching and then just got it. Yep. It just plays like that. And then, and then, and then McAvoy murders Sebastian Ajo. <laughs> Incidental contact, man. He's come back to make a play on the puck. The play turns around in a second because that interception and puck movement was in a moment. And Ajo turns right into him. McAvoy goes, oh, fuck. And he tries to leap around him, ends up leaping right into him. Yeah. I, I saw again, I saw a lot of stuff about how how that was that was dirty yada 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 in that Fuck same off. game kotkin yemi leaped into lindholm literally jumped into him to put him through the boards yeah so can we t- can we tone it down a little bit yeah right right Jesus. i thought lindholm was incredible that whole lindholm game. was fantastic he 2406 on ice last night it was great and the puck movement yep. the i would love if they would just go with lindholm and mcavoy on the power play for a little while I don't put two defensemen on there. I don't think I've been wanting to see two defensemen on the first unit forever. I don't think it lessens your ability to get the puck to the net with these guys. Like I really, I really like it. I don't know. I really like it. Mm -hmm. I have no complaints about Lindholm's game. He was fast. He was crisp. And I found it really interesting that Bryce Salvador was like, well, he has to really, he has to really make sure that he has his cardio up because he's going to be, he's probably going to be huffing and puffing by the halfway through the second period. And then he ends up with almost 25 minutes on ice. So fuck you. Yeah. But I like how he said that he's like in the middle of a three minute shift and yeah. he's like, Oh yeah. Lindholm looks gas. I'm like, no fucking kidding. <laughs> what a surprise. TNT, TNT is better than ESPN, but TNT is better than ESPN in the same sense that getting punched in the stomach is better than getting kicked in the balls. Uh, so. To be fair, the point he was making would have been good if he looked that gassed after 40 seconds. Yeah. The point <laughs> he was making would have, would have looked good if he looked, if he, was you watching know, the game. Was watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal. But so I think we can I think we can kind of wrap up the game, wrap up the game and then just to kind of do a quick whip around the playoffs. Let's uh, talk we'll, about it, man. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about these it. playoffs. Let's talk about these playoffs. Did we warn people that this was going to be a shorter episode? I feel like Yes, I did. Yes, we I did. did. Okay, good. So just but just real quick, just real quick. I'm not going to I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you for a prediction because you've already made your view very clear on that. Oh no, god no, not the Bruins. But oh, no. What do you see 
in game seven from our Bruins. I just see effort, man. I, I just see a team that realizes what's on the line for a particular player and knowing that tomorrow's really not promised for this squad. The Canes are promised next year. They really are outside of a total crazy collapse. The Bruins have to be cold blooded. Yeah. And that's what it's going to boil down to. They have to be cold blooded heading into PNC. All of that, the crowd, the noise machine that they're piping in crowd noise of, which is illegal, but I'm not going to mention that. All of that is just that it's white noise. It's white noise. Just <laughs> the little jab. Exactly. Someone told me the siren wasn't fake in my comments. And I went, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to agree with the people that say you're pumping in crowd noise. Uh, I, I won't, I won't go down that road. The siren is fake, man. Like the we've siren, seen. The siren started going before the crank went. It's like, if, also, if you've been at those games, you can look up when they're about to do the siren and you, you usually hear it before the crank starts. <laughs> like, the siren's fake. That's, that's not a big deal. No. Get over it. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, they took their cue from the Atlanta Falcons. There you anyway. go. All right. You want to whip around the playoffs real quick? How disappointing is it for Minnesota, man? How disappointing. They, they are crushed. going to be they are going to be operating under a salary cap number in the 70s for a while. Yeah. For three more years? Yep. I want to say three. The collector, they're coming to collect. And you want to know why it's disappointing in that series? Because they they outplayed them. They outplayed the St. Louis Blues five on five. And then goaltending sunk them. Marc-Andre Fleury looked gassed. They never should have started him in game one. Talbot had a great lead up to the series. You go with the hot hand. This is hockey 101. Bean Everson overthought it. Overthought it massively. Yep. And and Craig Berube didn't. Huso was kind of struggling a little bit. And he was like, all right. To Bennington. And Bennington's back to being a fucking... Oh, he's still a wing. Yeah, he is still a wing. I was just so enjoying him being bad. But I feel bad. That's a wasted series by Kaprizov, who was ungodly like yeah. this guy was ridiculous six goals, seven goals in six games i believe and then everyone else fell off a cliff everyone else fell yeah, off a cliff. everyone everyone and it sucks and it sucks <laughs> and the wild uh i i really like the wild they're gonna be they're in they're gonna be they're gonna need to be creative kaprizov better have some really crazy seasons coming up real real quick uh we got about five minutes left here real quick colorado this is bad. This is bad for them, isn't it? It's so it's so bad. It's so bad. You swept. Not only did you sweep a team that you should have swept. Good for you, right? But you're going cold now, while all these other series are taking six or seven games. Yeah, literally, like, <laughs> literally. So you are waiting an extra week to get back to playing. Yeah. That is bad. And I didn't used to be the guy that thinks that the, the sweeps are a bad thing. You can't you can't try not to sweep a team. You have to win while you can win. You don't want things to get out of hand. No, no. But you have you have you have to try you have to try to win. But man, oh man, you you have to rely on one team, one team basically, you know, being as cold as you are, and that's not happening. Yeah, if I'm an ass fan, I'm unhappy. What about uh what are you seeing from uh uh Connor McDavid 
going into a decisive game seven against the Kings. Oh, first round. I don't see it. if the they win the this, if they win this series, they're not going past the second round. The it Kings are, the Kings are happy to be there, but the Kings are happy to be there, but a, they have played, they have played their dicks off and I have the utmost respect for that team. They are, they are here. Their rebuild is over. They're on to the next step. Yeah. Philip Deneau is a fucking monster. And proved that Dominique Ducharme choked him out in Montreal. He actually has offensive acumen in addition to being probably one of the best pure defensive forwards in the NHL. And you know what? The Edmonton Oilers will probably win this series because they'll probably put Dreisaitl back with McDavid. You have to. If you're Woodcroft, you have to. You have to. And get them away from the Deneau line. Yeah, because Deneau... All Deneau, of a sudden, you get to rip up everybody else. And also, yeah, also with Deneau, with Deneau if you have McDavid and Dreisaitl separate, Deneau can, Deneau can pick them off one at a time. Yes, Can't he gets to go them. against one of them, and he yeah. can shut them down. Yeah. But if you have them together, there's yeah. not another line on that team that can keep up. God, I was so wrong about him. If Thomas wanted him. I wasn't sure. I, I didn't I, want him. No, I didn't no. want him either, but man, his, his offense came alive, and that defense went up. So, yeah. holy shit. Uh, Calgary, Dallas. I don't want to spend care. too much time on this. It's the most boring series that I've seen in easily 10 years. Can Calgary Jake, please just win it in six? Yeah, please. Just like. put us out of our misery. Jake Oninger, love you. You've been amazing. Let it die. Yeah, Let your team's die. not good. Your team's not good, man. No, good luck, though. Good. good luck. Yeah. Uh, does Florida close it out tonight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he can't. He, that three, that three zero lead is getting that that blown three zero lead in the second period is going to loom huge for Washington. Oh, you know what's going to loom huger? The the goal in the last two minutes to tie it up and force overtime. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's my God. Close it out, boys. Like, yeah. what are we doing? And it's but it's Florida, man. Like that's what they do is they score and they come back. This yep. team wants they to drink and they know things. You, this <laughs> team wants to be a contender. Beat the worst team in the playoffs. Like that's. That's your job, dude. Yeah. Yep. Get it done. Yes, please. Uh, Rangers, Pittsburgh. Uh, I still think Pittsburgh wins this series, but the Crosby thing, fingers it crossed. He gets a lot more there. even now. Yeah. He was crushed. He was having a mint season. Just mint. That. That's all I can really say about he it. Was. Toronto, Tampa. If you didn't think this series was going seven, uh, welcome to hockey. You just you just started watching this year. That's not an insult. That's just not an insult. That's just genuinely a fact. You if just you have been watching hockey for the last thirty years and you didn't think this series was going seven, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, that's that's on you, man. That's on you. Uh, and man, I'm not predicting who wins. I'm just gonna watch it gleefully because we do have separate times. Thanks, thank God. You want it? Yeah, four four thirty, four thirty game for the Bruins. Do you like it or no? I, I don't give a shit. Win the game. I, I don't. Yeah. Everyone talking about how it affects. And yeah, it's a bad time for a lot of people to watch it. Mid- it was the first day. time the NHL has done staggered times effectively. I, yeah, I'm thinking where you can get it. Because I want to watch this Toronto game too. Yeah. I want to watch the Toronto game almost as much as I want to watch yeah. the Boston game. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm confident, sort yep. of. But I love this team. Not ready for the season to end. I believe. Let's go, Bee. My voice cracked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Happy anniversary. See you later, bud. See you, bud.